You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. You're listening to NBC Sports Radio. Sports Radio. Weekends. This is the Two Robbies Football Show. Your number one source for Premier League football on NBC Sports Radio. Now, your hosts, Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl. Robbie Earl. Welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio, where we discuss all the headlines, all the big stories from the world's most exciting league. I'm Robbie Earl, he's Robbie Musto, and we're going to kick off the show with a game at the Hawthorns and another anemic performance by Arsenal, Robbie Musto. How did it look from your comfy sofa today? Uh, it looked uncomfortable for Arsene Wenger. That's what it looked like. And you said anemic. We could use a load of other adjectives to describe Arsenal's attitude, their commitment, um, what we saw from from defending set pieces. It's kind of the same old stuff, Rob. And we've gone over this many, many times. Um, I, I, I was shocked at how weak they looked, at how yeah. weak the team looked. There was no kind of sense of, of getting back on the front foot, getting back mm. to winning ways. And weakness, wherever you looked, whether it's Lauren Koscielny, who looks mm. to me like he's he's thrown a towel in a midfield that has wow. changed a little bit, tweaked a little bit, yeah, that, that again offered mm. nothing. Um, Danny Welbeck that looks a little bit lost. So I think mm. in in summary, I think I think the players now, Rob. I think we and we've kind of touched on this before. The players now yeah. are showing us with their performances mm. that they've had enough and that they want to change. It, the players themselves. The is this almost like the Leicester scenario then, what you're saying? Are players yeah. showing us in the way that Ranieri, they were showing us that with Ranieri they weren't happy? You, you think it's that strong? I, I think it's that strong. I mean, I, I wrote a list of players down, Rob, and my kind of thought process was drifting. The, 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 the careers are going backwards. I've got Aaron Ramsey, I thought was really poor today. Oh, yeah, Theo yeah. Walcott. I put Lauren Cassiali in there as well. Oxlade-Chamberlain. Mm. Danny Welbeck, I know he's had injury issues, but he, he doesn't look kind of at it. Olivia Giroud, mm-hmm. I looked at the, the bench. Steve Bold offers nothing. You know, there's, there's, everything's going backwards, Rob. Nothing's mm-hmm. positive. Nothing's going forward. And, and you, can, you can compare it to Leicester a little bit, but I think the players have absolutely had enough. And I think now the performances we're seeing through our window of watching the team play on a Saturday or Sunday or whenever it is are telling everybody that they themselves want to change as well. Do you know what stood out to me today, Rob? And it's a word I don't necessarily associate with Arsene Wenger. It looked like Arsenal were unprepared. Like they weren't ready for what was going to come at West Brom. Listen, we all have played at West Brom. No West Brom, no Tony Pulis' teams. 
Mentally, you've got to be up for 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 for, for what's going to be at stake. Physically, you're going to have to match them in challenges in fifty fifties. And tactically, you know from set pieces with Brunt and with Chadley, they've got good delivery and they've got good targets. You've got to pick up and you've got to mark. I just felt that you, they gone, they went to West Brom unprepared for what was coming, and that's got to fall on the manager. I know you're talking about players. I, he- I heard that Thierry Henry has called out some of the players, and I get that, and players have done. But this team looked unprepared, Robin, and that's unforgivable as, as a Premier League manager. But they've never been good defensively, Rob. So you say they looked no, unprepared today. but you can be today. prepared. You can be prepared yeah, but when for they, what's when, coming. Uh, yeah, but have they ever looked really strong and prepared at set pieces? It's always better, been... Better than today. But, I mean... Dawson comes with two two goals, three yeah. runs, Rob. Three yeah. runs in the six yard box. He's, he's done it once, at least the second time somebody get close to him. What about Costiani, Rob? He, he looked a weak mm. challenge, I think, on the second one, where you know he kind of he's almost kind of looking away as Dawson powers in the header. I mean, it's just wherever you look in the team right mm. now. Um, I mean, Petr Cech made a brilliant save and then he gets yeah. injured, but but for the most part, with the outfield players. I don't see a bright. I don't see anything that's positive. Alexis Sanchez, of course, will, will charge around, and he does his very best, and he's continued to be really hardworking and, and, and forgets everything that's going on around him. But everywhere else, with those players, it's just a situation now that can't continue. So let's, you know, this thing's going on around Arsene Wenger, Robin. There was two planes that were flown o- over the yeah. Hawthorne today. One was in support of Wenger. One was the, the typical Wenger out. I mean, we're seeing protests by certain section of fans. We, we're feeling getting banners and, and, and fans unhappy with what's happening. It was interesting when he was asked after this by the press how it's affected him. This was Arsene Wenger's response. I know what I will do in my future, so you will soon know and uh, very soon. I don't think that uh, today uh, I do not necessarily worry about that. You know, we are uh, in a unique bad patch that we never had in 20 years. You know, we uh, we lose game after game at the moment, and uh, that is for me much more important than my future. A unique bad patch, and you know what? In terms of being consistently in that top four, um, yeah. Uh, you know, it looks like at the moment that they're going to struggle to get in it. But the big news there, Robbie Earl, is yeah. that he's made a decision. Yeah. Arsene Wenger we'll know knows soon. what is what is what he's going to do for next season, and he's going to let everybody know soon. So it begs the question, and I had to throw it out there, Rob, on our Twitter feed straight mm-hmm. away, and I tweeted out: Arsene Wenger's made a decision. The suspense is killing us. What's he going to do? And the poll results, quite a, quite a number of, of people voted, and 73% Need think... a drum roll, drum roll. Yeah, 73% think he's going. 27% think he's staying. Now, I watched on, on air today yeah. on NBCSN, and, and, and you and Carl both think he's staying. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why do you think, given the atmosphere today, given the mm-hmm. form of the team, yeah. given the yeah. Champions League mm-hmm. awful performance, why do you think that he's going to be that stubborn and say, you know because, what, I don't care, I'm staying well, on? I, I, w- I, would, I would put it the other way, Rob. Why would you think he wouldn't? You said he's stubborn. It was almost as though he, he, he's now in a position where he's above the criticism. He talked today, Rob, after the game. You know the big thing he talked about? We had so much possession and didn't make enough of it. He's still in his own mind feeling that everything's okay. I totally disagree. I I, I just felt that there was was something about him today that made me think, he's already signed this contract, you know. And and I think it'll leak out in the next week or two. I don't, I don't see it that way at all. I look at a guy that's like, he almost kind of said, you know, you, you know don't worry about it. It's, I've made a decision. 
It's like, yeah. you know, I know what people have... How can he be positive, Rob? And, and he's not... And, and you talk as if his criticism just rolls off his back. And yeah, he's yeah. had loads of it. But when Thierry Henry and, and other ex-Arsenal players... and the, it, It's so great, the, the, the power of this storm mm. about Wenger that is coming to an end. It has to, it has to get through to this guy that's a smart guy. Um, that at this point, I think he's going to come out and say in the next week, he's going to come and say... This is my last season of Arthur So you think he's going to allow those? You think he's going to allow those fans and those people, the critics, and, and those people in, in the newspaper he, to affect? That he decision? said he said he would listen to the supporters, Robbie Earl. And I'll after that Champions the... League, and after today, and I know there was a little bit from both sides today with the airplane mm. thing, and in the fans, the crowd, you're still mm. going to see supporters and people that want him out. I just think this isn't helping listen, the football club, Rob. I, I'm not saying you're wrong, and and and, and let's just say. He, he does go then, um, and, he, and he announces it. I, I suggest possibly during this international couple of weeks something will come out when the, the, the focus is maybe on international football. But let's just say it does happen in that time, Rob. Do you know, yeah. in a strange way, it totally turns everything because I think yeah. those last 11 games for Arsenal will be a bit more of a feel-good factor. I think people will get behind him. I think there'll be a bit more positivity towards Arsenal and what he's done over his 21 years at the football club rather than this toxic almost waiting for something to happen so they can jump on, on his back. Well, that's, that's one way to look at it. I mean, a, another way to look at it, and, it's this, I, and this is very unlikely it's going to happen, but if, if, if the results kind of, the next couple of results go the wrong way, could he go before the end of the season? Could no, Arsenal benefit it, from Robbie somebody else go. come in to give them a boost? I, You've I'm been just drinking on there. St. Paddy's Day, haven't you? You, you <laughs> ain't got over it yet. Come on, Arsenal Wenger giving it up. Don't. He's got FA Cup, which he'll want to win. He'll yeah. want to finish in the top four again to just say that he's continued on that in, in his reign. Yeah. And yeah. Thiago goes, I know you put some tweets yeah. out there and we had some response. What, what kind of things were people saying? Well, I just tweeted out there, you know, after today, I said, uh, where do Arsenal go from here? It's the, the lowest... Mm. Uh, it's ever looked under Arsene Wenger. Four losses from five Premier League. Um, and this is just a few of the responses. Uh, Mika Marabuchna uh, tweets us to say, I love Arsene, but I do agree we need a change. He deserves nothing but respect with his departure, though. Um, what else have we got here? Jonathan Feng says, what, a, what will Robbie Earl do with his Arsene Wenger pyjamas? We've got Radu Marinescu who says, if they finish outside the top four, Wenger will be gone. This is a low for Arsenal. They were outplayed by West Brom. Mild train wreck tweets us to say, they go to the Europa League. That's where they go next from here. And we've got various others. Europa League mm-hmm. with Allegri. So uh, Chris Roney is the last one here. Rob Sackim, accountability among the players needs to be restored. Give post to an interim and start interviews. No going back. So I think the consensus yeah, is, mm. yeah, that, that it is time for him to go. I will be stunned if he comes out and says, you know, that I'm going to sign a new contract. Um, I just wonder continue. if, Rob, Rob, some people interpreted the question as what he should do, not what he will do. But we'll have to see. I think he'll end up staying. You think he'll end up going. One thing I do know, the Arsene Wenger pyjamas have just doubled in value if he does go, so I'm going to hang on to them. Next up, we're going to talk about the leaders. They had a tricky trip to Sexy Stoke. Antonio Conte's men always find a way to get it done. And we'll also talk the Belgian beast, Romelu Lukaku, 21 goals this season. Can Everton really afford to let him go? You're listening to Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. Back in a mo. It's time to give it all you got. Call us at 855-323-4NBC. Follow with the app or stream online. You're listening to NBC Sports Radio, where every day is game day. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. Now, Everton and Romelu Lukaku this week made some headlines off the pitch. 
But the comments he was talking about the football club, and I quote, so instead of living in the past, you have to think ahead. How this club has to grow, how this club has to improve, which players it brings in so they can challenge for big trophies. And he also paraphrasing says, but at the end of the day, fans want to see trophies, players want to see trophies, so we need to try more, uh, try and give a bit more. Now, this was Romelu Lukaku, Robbie Musto, talking about him wanting to play Champions League football and then he needs a club who's going to match his ambitions. Do you have any problems with that? Well, you know, when I first read it, I thought, you know, um, he, he does this. he's done this before, hasn't he, where he's, yeah. he, he does talk a lot about himself and what he needs as an individual. Um, but the more I read it, the more I kind of thought about it, it was calling out the club more. It's asking the club to be more ambitious, to go for it, for the ownership to buy new players and to take it to the next level, which is what the fans want to hear. And, and the reaction that, that, that I saw online, Rob, was pretty positive about it. And mm. I actually put a tweet out as well, Rob, and I said, you know, two more goals today, brutally honest. Um, with his ambitions, is it out of order or is that kind of okay? What are your thoughts? And I've got to say, a lot of the, the people that responded are kind of supporting him. And, and Jay Warner responded to say, ambitious, loved it. And he never said he was leaving, just challenged the club, which is all that we want. Um, Lil Fizz of, of BB2 um, tweets us to say, most times you'd say it was out of order, but it's time to face facts and realize that he's on to better things, respectfully. And they kept coming on. And, mm. and the last one... Um, the, the beautiful game tweets us to say, I guess when you're scoring like he is, you can say whatever you want. It feels like Everton is on the ups. Hate to see him go. So mm. I, I think there isn't, there isn't a nasty reaction, and I, and I love his honesty, but that last tweet there said it for me, Rob. He goes out there and he gives everything, and he shows the quality, and he keeps banging in the goals. I don't really have a problem with him um, testing the club's kind of resolve a little bit on that. I know Kuma's not happy mm. about it, but I love the ambition. I love the honesty. Yeah. And I think the fans, they gave him a good reception today. They also like the fact that he's coming out and he's mm. trying to rev the club up and rev the owner up to take this club to start winning trophies again. Yeah, and I want to point you to this, Rob, that, you know, if you're going to make those kind of comments, you've got to back them up. And today he made headlines on the pitch for this kind of reason that he's done 21 times this season. There's Lukaku, he's in again here. score in the league 21 goals Robbie Musto how good is he is, is he is he we, we like our categories is he category A um I think he's category A I, a I think he's a top I put player. him in an A minus I think there's a, there's a level above these two levels above there's A and there's A plus and I think he's around <laughs> the A minus he's a, I think he's an A he's 23 Ooh, years of so, age so if he's, is, is Harry Kane an A yeah Harry Kane's an A Ooh, so same yeah, yeah. Okay. These, these are these are these, these are, are proper these are international good yeah. top players. Um, that this guy could go on and play in any of the top. Diego Costa top. is a. He's an A. A. a? Yeah. He's an A. Okay. I mean, they're all they're, they're all around. See, the I same. would say he's, he's slightly A minus. And okay. it's the first it's the first season he scored twenty goals. I know he's younger, but I'm I'm talking right now. Got but eight, he's he's definitely got, got the potential. We've got eighteen. Yeah, last but season. he's not that's, got twenty. I mean, that's that's the mark. Isn't it? These are big numbers. These are big numbers. He's a young. Of course, player. they're big numbers. We're but we're talking about A and A plus. We're not talking B and B B minus. Well, he's got to get to A plus. A plus is you know for the for the world's so, best strikers. So because he's, he's an there. A, because he's an A, should he be leaving the football club and going to play Champions League football? Then that that's a big question. 
You know, can he maintain his ambitions at Everton? Or, and I made a case for Everton today saying they've got to try and follow the Spurs model and blah, blah. And then yeah. Becca put it on me, which was a great yeah. question. If you were Lukaku, do you stay? And I would say no, because I don't think they'll build that in, in the time that, that I can. Yeah, and, it, and it is, I agree. And it's with all due respect to a brilliant football club in Everton. That, Very good that, manager, that by they, the way. Yeah, Very they've got an excellent manager. manager. They've got an owner that wants to spend money, and they have spent some money, by the way. They've spent a fair chunk of money already. And, they, and I'm confident that Everton are, are going to go on and, and progress and do potentially really good things. But the risk part, now, so that's the general, what I'd say about it. But as a player... He's 23, he's banging form. A lot of big clubs in, in the Premier League and around Europe want top centre-forwards. They are worth so much money, and he is one. So I think, I think he can't afford it being in an in a, in a ambitious um, career to, to wait for Everton for too long. To be fair, Rob, he, he could have gone early. He could have kicked up more of a fuss. He stayed there. He's banged in the goals. And I don't think he will sign a new contract. And, you know, when it's going to come, I don't know. They'll try and persuade him to the end of the season now. But I think he oh. will leave the football club. Maybe one more season and he might leave. But I think it's the right thing for him to do for his individual career. I mean, what could happen might suit both parties. Give him a new contract, put a number in there that's a big number that protects Everton, and then give it a little bit of time and see. Then he, at least he's given the club a chance. He's earning a bit more money, and if it doesn't work out, they, they get the big, the big money. One team who it seems to be working out for week after week after week is Antonio Conte's man, Chelsea. Went to Stoke, who were in decent form of late. It was a tricky game, needed a, a late Gary Cahill goal, but keep getting it done, Robbie Musto. You just, it's hard to look beyond them now, isn't it? I, I was so impressed today. So impressed today. And we've said this before about him. And I've talked about And by about the way, wasn't Costa, wasn't Costa at it a little bit today? I, I was watching the other game, the Everton game. Uh, it looked like Costa was getting involved well, a bit today. And I was he a bit was worried. was absolutely getting involved. And he took the game to every aggressive Stoke midfield player or defender that wanted to come near him. And the impressive Controlled part was, Costa or crazy yes, Costa? Which one? Which one? Control. Ooh, okay, like he got his yellow card fairly early, I think. And I, I was thinking, he's, getting, he's going off. But and he got smashed by Big Ryan Shawcross. He got smashed yeah, by Bosley. Bosley done him, didn't Jeff, he? Jeff Cameron, Nasty. to be fair, hit him a few times as well. He was getting it from uh, Bruno... Uh, in Martin Zindy. Martin Zindy, yeah. Martin Zindy, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he squared up to him a couple of times. But I was so impressed with the way that he did keep his composure. He didn't go crazy. He didn't do something to get himself sent off in, in spite of incredible physical uh, competition. And I thought this for the team was the same thing. Stoke mm. were very aggressive, hard working all over them. And they still find a way to meet that fire with fire, which is what I like about it. And, and also, Rob, Antonio Conte towards the end of the game made two substitutions mm. attacking substitutions Cess came on yeah. and Moses did he came come on? off oh, for my, yeah oh Moses yeah yeah a couple of changes there mm. and um, Loftus-Cheek came into the, to, to, the, yeah. to the game as well to try and add driving to try and win the game that's the point they went to win the game they forced a victory and it was another example of their robustness and their durability that there's nobody's going to stop this team of being the champs of the Premier League this season no chance well I, I think it's seven more wins now I'm guaranteed if, if everybody wins out and, and what you know of the five teams underneath and Arsenal have just shown us again today that they can't be consistent enough Rob so no. it could be that you know very early very early on we're crowning Chelsea and the race is for two, three and four which is a testament to Antonio Conte because I think we still have to and I know we've said a few times we have to remind ourselves of what this Chelsea team were last season 
Yeah, and it's, it's, it's remarkable. Absolutely remarkable what he's done and the composure that he, that he shows on the sideline. Rob, again today, he was, you know, animated, jumping around um, on the sideline, making sure his team are in the right spots um, and just doing everything right. This isn't a defensive Chelsea team. You know, people hear what Mourinho says um, about, you know, counterattacking, et cetera, et cetera. They counterattack when they need to. They're happy to do that. They dominated today. They wanted to dominate and to win the game. They were physical. They were up for a fight today. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just so impressive. Yeah. Yeah, even Conte was doing pull-ups on the dugout, I saw at one page. But that's the, now let's have a look at the three teams who will be playing championship football next season. It looks like a sorry seven down at the bottom of the table. So on a day when Leicester, Bournemouth and Palace get all three points, we'll discuss how pivotal these results could be. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in just a tick. And now, the Two Robbies Football Show. Online or with the app. You, you, you can find us anywhere. NBC Sports Radio. And NBCSportsRadio.com. Because our game never stops. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. We turn our attention now to the bottom of the Premier League. And we have to start with last season's champions, Leicester City. That's four wins in four for Craig Shakespeare since he took charge. That's three in, in the Premier League. Robby Musto, what's changed at this football club? How can Craig Shakespeare turn the, this team around so easily? Well, because the players are happy now. The players are happy now. The, the, obviously, it was a, a very poor situation with Ranieri. Craig Shakespeare's whole role in it as well is shrouded in mystery, Rob. You know, he wasn't. He fell out with the manager with the players annoyed about that. We've gone over that ground, but the, 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 what we're seeing is incredible difference now. That's three, spin, three wins on the spin in the Premier League. It puts them to 30 points. They should be safe now with that little injection. We've seen other teams do that. West Ham lost today, but they had a little run where they had a few wins put together, and it just gets you away from the bottom zone. I mean, the, the saves that I saw from Kasper Schmeichel again, Robbie Earl, were, were I mean... <laughs> Just like his dad, with him spreads himself, he makes his amazing saves. He's been phenomenal for the team, and they keep on just producing. Mares scores today. We saw the last few minutes and the team working, fighting to try and get the three points. So it, it, it just continues, and I think it has to continue. The momentum has to keep going with the manager. Don't let it drop off because the Champions League's pretty exciting at the moment for him. Yeah, we'll talk Champions League just now, Rob. I just want to go back, and I know we, we slightly touched it on our podcast on, on Thursday, but. Does this sort of point to maybe that wasn't all right with Claudio Ranieri? It, was he maybe not the guy we're saying that the, the sort of cuddly grandpa who, who everybody loves? I just don't think you can you can make players happy that quickly, Rob. Unless something was was drastically wrong with with the management and the style that was going on before. Was, we, was there yeah. something that maybe the players weren't happy with with him? Had he changed? Had his attitude changed? It must have been. I mean, th there's all sorts of theories. I think mm. time will tell. I think at the end of the season, maybe some might people might say a few things. You might have to wait a little bit longer for, for, but for, for certain things to come out. But it's obvious, isn't it? It's obvious yeah. that. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying the players were right to to, in some ways, down tools. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it, it was shocking, and and I, I can't remember a case as as obvious as this for a very long time. Can you? Can you remember a team that that switched mm. so? quickly no, it's, and it's obvious that effort changed straight away mm. now uh, the only person you'd say actually Antonio Conte going at Chelsea but it took him a pre-season it took him four or five games to just work things out and get it as he wants but let, let's just concentrate on Leicester City because I, I just want to let this settle Leicester City 
quarterfinals of the Champions League. The only English team in there. Dawn Atletico Madrid. Now, there's one thing I can't wait to see when Atletico Madrid come to the KP Stadium. And I want Jamie Vardy and Diego Simeone to go at it. And now that's a real fight. <laughs> There's two fiery characters. Yeah, I mean, it's just fantastic, isn't it? I think it's a good draw for them. And we yeah. know, let's uh, 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 what they like. Winnable. It's winnable. It's winnable. Over two yeah. games. It's winnable because it's going to be a, a, a kind of a, a battle fest. It's going to be like mm. work, working players that have... That have that are closing yeah. down together. There's Last of us were almost like the Spanish version, weren't they, Atletico? How they yeah. played in some respects. Yeah, I mean, Atletico Madrid at the moment, I mean, they're not they're not doing brilliant in the, in the Primera no. in Spain at the moment. I think they're about fourth spot. Um, the form was picked up of late. Um, but with that manager and with that, that squad of players that's been together for a little while now, this is going to be a brilliant game. And it's, mm. it's, just, it's just remarkable that we're talking about Leicester City in the quarterfinals of the Champions League and, and the stadium that's going to be absolutely bouncing. Um... I, you, you've got to say that Atletico Madrid are favourites yeah. for the tie. You've got to say that. But yeah, absolutely, you, you ask the question, it's winnable. It is for Leicester City. They can get to the semi-final. And i tell you where there was a big result today, Robbie Muster. Was at the Vitality Stadium for Bournemouth. Back-to-back results for them. First time this season they've won back-to-back games. In what we call a relegation six-pointer, Swansea City team who've just gone back-to-back defeats at the wrong time. How important was that for Eddie Howe and his team? It takes a mid-table 33 points, yeah. and you can start to see the finishing line now if, you, if you're Bournemouth. Yeah, you can, they're safe. I thought they were safe mm, after yeah. the last victory. Yeah, they, they, once you get yeah. onto 30 points, you can yeah, see that, yeah, you know... Yeah. Mm. You, you can gonna, nick a few points. You're going to nick a few wins and a few draws, and you're going to be okay. The pressure isn't on so much. You're out of that bottom area. Um, more worrying for Swansea, though, Rob. Yeah. More worrying for them. And and uh, have a they had their form. good run, Rob? Well, we see teams who have a, have a good run early, and then they they dip off. And, and I know if I'm Hull, if I'm Middlesbrough, and I know they've got Manchester United to come. I'm starting to think like Swansea might come back into this. Well. <laughs> They, they need their best players fit. And the full-backs are out. Mm. Martin Olsen yeah. was out today. Yeah, Carl Norton on the right-hand side. Ranel's out as well. So there's mm. three of your three of your full-backs straight away that are out. Leroy Fur's never played there before. So I understand that. Um, and a little bit unlucky with a defected goal for the first one. But Swansea is still in it. But I do like what he's saying. I like what the manager's saying. I still believe they're going to stay in the Premier League this year because they've got a manager now that's, that's forthright. He's organised. He's focused. He's concentrated. Mm. He's composed. And he's dealing with some injuries at the moment but I, I, I even though they're fourth bottom they're right in the relegation um, battle I think they're going to stay up because of the pickup and because of what I've seen from this new manager and another huge point as well three points for Crystal Palace Rob Sam Allardyce got it going now own goal for Joy Deeney but enough to get all three points against Wofford you just said Sam's going to keep that going and make sure they stay away from trouble a team that are banging it bottom of the table 20 points now um, from the 28 games Sunderland Robbie Musto mm. are we almost starting to write one off yes we are I am they're getting relegated Sunderland and you know it's been on the cards for a little while David Moyes I think we both agreed was a, was an excellent ap- appointment um do you think he's? Do you think he's got risk no, of getting no. fired, Robert? Is the ownership no, there going to go for? A, not, no, nah, I don't either. Because the reason I think they took him was if they did go down, they got a, a guy who knows the championship, but will not be too egotistic to, to go down there. Although you know, he, not long ago he was Manchester United manager, but he'll go down there, he'll get his hands dirty, he'll do the job, he'll refresh the club, and, and he, he'll bring him up in, in a year or two. But I just felt the telling signs, Robert, were in January when if Sunderland really wanted to have a go, they'd have given Moyes some money and they'd have had a go at this thing, and they. Didn't. They didn't back the manager. They didn't believe in themselves. I almost felt like the towel went in in January. And from that point on, 
I just felt a little bit of fire's gone out of David Moyes because he's recognised it. You know what? This is a big rebuild. I'm going to have to go down. I'm going to have to come up with, with this group. Yeah, there was a really good article a couple of months ago, Rob, about the financial situation at Sunderland and how this has gradually got worse over the last four or five years of, of bad acquisitions, bad transfers, spending a lot of money. They're, they aren't, they're, they're a mid-table in terms of wages. They're not a bottom three wages club. And, and you should always try and emulate and be and better where you are in terms of your salary compared to everybody else. They are not a bottom three salaried club. So I think the, the problems um, go go back a long time. And I just, I, I hope for Sun and Football Club that David Moyes stays with them, mm. that he gets the energy and gets the backing to sift through a lot of trouble. You just said there, you expect him back in one to two years. I think they would snap your hand off at that, even at two years. I think there's a lot of work to be done there. It's a big club. We know that. But in terms of the playing side, a lot's got to get sorted out. A lot's got to get changed. And he'll start almost from scratch to rebuild this team to get back in the league. But it's sad that this, this club is a brilliant football club. Huge support. But with what we've seen over the recent weeks, they are going down. Yeah, it's getting dramatic down at the bottom of the table. Next up, we'll preview a look at a triple header tomorrow. So will United be kind of bothered at Borough? It's Borough now got Steve Agnew in charge with Karanka gone. Will Southampton steal some points off Spurs? And will Liverpool profit from the press against Manchester City? All this and more when we come back on the show that gives you nothing but Premier League debate with the Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. Thanks for your patience. Here's your reward. No, sorry, it's not cash. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Visit masters.com April 3rd through the 9th for complete tournament coverage of the 81st Masters, including real-time scoring and live, full-screen HD video all week long. Masters.com, your online source for the 2017 Masters. Right, Robbie Musto, we're back to football and a triple header tomorrow. We're just going to start the... The discussion with Millsbury, your old team, party yeah. company with Ita Karanka. Steve Agnew is in charge. Will this change a lot? Do they need to get something from the game against Manchester United? The Manchester United team, they've had plenty of games recently and might just be a little bit tired. Yeah, forget forget who they're playing. It is Man United, but they've got to get something from the game. There's got to be something that's positive for Middlesbrough Football Club. It's been a long time now of struggles, of losses, of draws, of lack of goals. Steve Agnew, very, very nice guy. I watched his press conference yesterday, Rob, and, and speaks really well, very confident about what he can do at the football club. But he's got to make changes to the attacking final third of the, of the pitch and bring people in that haven't played. Patrick Bamford, is he going to do anything? He came in January, he's not been involved. Gaston Ramirez, who's the best creative attacking player, has fallen out with the football club. Can he put his arm around his shoulder to get him involved again? Maybe Stuart Downing, maybe two forwards, maybe 4-4-2. He's got to turn the dial to try and spark some attacking um, play because the fans at the Riverside will absolutely get behind him if he does that. And yes, it's Manchester United, but Middlesbrough have to get something from this game. Rob, you know this club well. You know the owner particularly well. Steve Gibson was there around your time. Is he the kind of guy who is looking for Agnew to keep the job till the end of the season? Or do you think that there's somebody in the background who he might want to bring in a big name, a, a firefighter who, who has a, an influence on the dressing room? Yeah, d- difficult, difficult one to answer. My understanding is from speaking to a couple of people around the club that they like Steve Agnew. The club mm. likes this guy. They think he's a bright coach. He's getting a little opportunity now. Agnew said in his conference that, the, that Steve Gibson just said to him, 
Go and enjoy it. Go and see what you can do. And I think that that's as far as we are right now. Back when I played, Rob, Terry Venables mm. came into the football club yeah. to coach us out of trouble while Brian Robson was a manager. So this guy has done things before that's worked in terms of getting safe from a, a difficult situation. This is different, and a lot of trust is in Steve Agnew. I don't know if there's going to be anybody else that comes in between now and the end of the season to try and give them a boost. The boost, as I said, has to come straight away. What do you think, Rob? Do you, do you think Middlesbrough have a chance with a different manager, or there's are there bigger problems at the club? I mean, said what you just said, the one thing that comes to mind, they need to get Robbie Musto back in the midfield. Yeah, and get absolutely. your boots back on and you'll get it done. But now, interesting times at Millsville, mm, as yeah. I agree with you. I think they need to get something done. Moving on to the second game tomorrow, Tottenham versus Southampton. Second place, Tottenham. Play mid-table 10th, Southampton. Pochettino against his former team. Can't slip up here, can they, Southampton? I mean, it's the first game without Harry Kane, so we'll learn a little lot, a bit about the, the spirit of this team. We're hearing it might be a false nine, maybe Son in, in the most advanced position. Any worries without Kane? Does this really affect Spurs? It does affect them, doesn't it? I mean, it does affect them. I mean, they can play people, different people up mm. there. Son's done done very well. He can play as a striker. He's done it before. I don't expect to, to be the Spurs team to look that much different. There's still going to be the energy. Deli Alli's still going to drive. The midfield two are still going to dominate that area. They're still going to defend well. It's a tricky game because Southampton are a good side. They're a good team that 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 play that, that sometimes people don't give enough credit to. Um, could they be higher in the league? They probably could. Um, but I think the Spurs will get the job final, wasn't it? Yeah. Manolo really Gabbiadini really scoring good. goals can continue to, to be a success, I'd say, whatever people look at it. Southampton 10th in the table. Let's move on to the big one. Manchester City v Liverpool. A huge game for both these clubs in many respects. Liverpool need to get some form going to make sure they stay in, 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 the, in the top four. Manchester City, well, Champions League defeat. Things not going quite as they should for Pep. I mean... How do you see this one playing out, Robert? I mean, Manchester City coming off that defeat in Champions League. Is, does that affect them going into the game? Do Liverpool start as favourites for any reason? I don't think they do. It's a home game for Even Manchester City. Even their record, City. record yeah, against the top six is good, isn't it? Yeah, it is good. And, and it's going to be a brilliant game. I can't wait for it. It's, mm. it's a fantastic game. And Liverpool's press and the energy they're going to play with is going to ask questions of, of City. Are they going to try and play through it? Are they going to try and maybe chip it over that first line of pressure into, into the front players? Um, mm. We'll have to wait and see on that. But I just think that Man City, Rob, and, and this is kind of a bigger picture on where they are. On the yeah. They're very close yeah. together. I think just a point mm. separates them. City third and Liverpool are, are fourth. fourth yeah. I look at goals against. Man City mm. are, have been hammered for their yeah. defensive uh, goalkeeper and defensive situation this season. They've still conceded oh, yeah. six less goals than Liverpool. So Liverpool, it's the same thing with Liverpool. Both teams have the same issues defensively. I yeah. think Man City are a better team than Liverpool. Defending. Um, well, no, just a, just a better oh, team. generally team. They've conceded mm. less goals as well defensively. They have. I mean, they look shocking sometimes. Yeah. But just recently, they've had some clean sheets. Do you think that Liverpool are a better team this season than Man City? I, I'm looking, Robert, at, at defences. And, and, and I think when, when I look at the two teams, I think they've both got problems. I would probably take... Liverpool's back line over, over Man City's at, at the moment, I'd have to say. Midfield is about energy from Liverpool, more about technique from City. And then uh, when I look at the front line, I think if they're on the game, City's front three can just cause you a little bit more problems, a little bit more power and, and pace than, than Liverpool. So the, there's a balance through the units. I'll tell you where I want to go with this, Rob, and it's slightly bigger picture talk. And, and, and that. It's just that these are two huge big clubs. Money's behind, certainly Manchester City, Liverpool his, history and, and leagues in, in the past. Who's closer to where they 
need to be. You know, Pep Guardiola after the Champions League talked about maybe needing to change twelve players. Overhaul. We're seeing players. We'll see players leaving the summer. I get the sense of Liverpool in, in a similar situation. I mean, which which what one of these clubs is in better position to get where they want to be? I think Man City Rob are in better position. They're, they're closer to winning the title, in my opinion, than Liverpool. Now, I don't think Liverpool need that many new players um, going forward when you look at the goal scoring. Mm. They've been excellent. But defensively, they have to get But I just think City's front line has got more about it. And, mm. and if, if they bring in two or three really good defenders, City's season could, could go from pretty average to, to winning the league. Where Liverpool, I think they need a little bit more work. What, what do you think? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I think that if he goes and gets a good centre-back... Centre a decent, a decent right back and, and shorts out the way he's going to play from the back. I think a goalkeeper still, I would bring in another keeper. I think City then can, can go toe to toe. There's enough quality and depth in the squad. Liverpool, I think it, it's going to take longer. It's going to take a bit more money. It's going to take a little bit different personnel. So, as I've said in, in the past, Jurgen Klopp's the most important person at Liverpool Football Club. He's going to be after, at his best to get them top four this season. And he's going to have to be at his best over the next few years to get them another title, which all the Liverpool fans. Right, mate, that just leaves us time to reward the tweet of the day. And that goes to Jeff Woolner, who was an Everton fan, who said he loved Lukaku's response. He said he never said that Lukaku was leaving. He just challenged the club. So, Jeff, make sure your direct message is your address and we'll get a, two Robbie score from the post to you in the next couple of days. So, on a very important day for Arsenal where they got beat, but even worse, Arsenal Wenger looked broken and defeated. Remember, for more debate, discussion and often disagreement, make sure you subscribe to iTunes to download the Two Robbies podcast. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review the shows. The ratings help increase our ranking and visibility, which allows more football fans to discover the show. And as ever, you can listen to the Two Robbies football show each and every Premier League Saturday, 5pm Eastern Time on NBC Sports Radio. And finally, thanks to all the good folk at Culver City. As ever, we couldn't do this without you. Yeah, thanks for everybody listening to the show and telling us what you think through social media. We have plenty of them for today's show. We'll take an international break next Saturday, but we'll return the following weekend for another Two Robbies football show. So until then, it's good night from me. And good night from him. Goodbye. Good night. Napa know how. Keeping it simple is usually a good thing. And when it comes to rewards programs, keeping it simple is always a good thing. That's why we made the Napa Rewards program effortless. All you need is your phone number to start saving on the parts and tools you need. Then we automatically give you $5 off your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So start saving today with Napa Rewards. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. 
Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 